Welcome back to episode 103 of the Shy Sports Weekly Podcast. Kyle, Ty, how are we doing, boys? Fellas, it's been a while. How are we? I'm growing out my little mustache. I don't know if you guys can see it or not. I just shaved mine. I have to get the, You're working to get the right November. light. Yeah, I have to get it in the right light. If I uh, pucker my mouth, I guess, you can't really see it. So I need to thank you for putting me full screen, Ty. I need... <laughs> It looks pretty uh, good. It looks like a. It's got you got the broom broom vibes going up there. You pucker that mouth like you pucker your asshole, dude. I knew that was coming as soon as I said that happy p word. You just kiss people. I with knew both. Ty was going. At what I point knew in he the was month? Going right there. At what point in the month do you start dying at black? Because we all know that you die. <laughs> well, yeah, you took the next question out of my mouth. I was about to ask, is it thick enough where I could just lather some tar on it? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Remember when I mean, you tried to tell me you didn't dye it? <laughs> yeah, remember when I told you I didn't put the baseball cards in your bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Embrace the bait, baby. Yeah, it's not a – I don't have an issue of uh, of quantity – or yeah, quantity of hair. It's just the quality of color. It's a little light. Mm-hmm. It's a strawberry red, strawberry blondish. Yeah. I I hint of, hey, keep fighting the good fight. With a hint You're of halfway brown. there. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure my, your wife my mustache gets thick, boys, but it just yeah, it's a it's a little light. But in the right light, it's crazy. I walk past the mirror and I'll see like it in the shadows. I'm like, damn, that looks dark. And then I'll just look at like any other time, and it's like I don't know if I have facial hair or not. So it's all right. Let's go uh, real quick. Riveting. Let's do all time <laughs> all time Chicago sports mustache. Dicka, Dicka, Quinville, Quinville. Give me Phil Jackson. Think of any. Raphael Palmero, maybe? Phil Jackson and Rafi, yeah. Those would be good. I think that's a good quick four right there. I don't know. Patrick Wisdom had a pretty – I'm just saying that because I've been told I look like him. (laughs) Take it to the the Twitter poll, dude. Yeah. Who's got the best mustache in Chicago sports history? I think those are a solid four. It's dick. I feel like that's not even a debate. Did we? Did we? It's got to be Dick. Talk about this. Probably. Well, it is. I mean, I feel like it's relevant. The fact that. What about Dennis Eckersley? He was on the Cubs for a bit, right? Ooh, this is. That's wow. You know, we're on the same wavelength. I actually was. That's fucked up that you said Dennis Eckersley on the Cubs. So I put a list of names together for guys who are on the Cubs that you completely forget were ever on the Cubs. Are that. You don't think of yeah. as Cubs, I should say. And Dennis Eckersley. I think Palmero and Eckersley are two of them. Uh, well, yeah, I have Palmero on there too. Uh, like Goose Gossage, great mustache, thick. But yep. his is a uh, handlebar, Fu Manchu. What would you call that? Our producer can't write fast enough over there. This is great content, dude. Don't worry about me. And for I mean, what it's worth. ripping off. Episode 94, we called it mustache because we had this exact debate. I'm pretty positive. Did we? So time is, is a flat circle. So that was. Nine I still think it's worth a, worth a tweet out in honor of November. True. Okay, I'll get I'll get it going. Let me read these these names I have on here. Uh, Bobby Bonds. Did you know Barry Bonds' dad was on the Cubs? No, did not. How about this guy Hoyt Wilhelm? That's a great name. Yeah, it is. And then who was one more that I saw? Um, 
Oh, I've, this is a random one. Remember Carlos Gonzalez being on the Cubs? Nothing, yes. this Now, this has nothing to do with the mustache. This is just random Cubs, <laughs> but this, uh, that's a smooth segue transition that I had there. But Or um, <clears throat> Luis Gonzalez. Yeah, that's another. That's a good one. I gotta write that one down. Thank you for that. Who else? Mm-hmm. Rafi Palmero. I mean, Kenny we could, Lofton. We could do an entire episode on this if we really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go into this actually. <laughs> what we should go into. Yeah, fuck damn, that's actually a good one. The crime dog. What we should go into though. Holy shit, Craig Council. We didn't record literally holy shit. But holy I mean, shit. That, that uh that's the most caught off guard I've been by a signing or a pickup and a, an announcement in a long time. Give me the give me the play by play. Where were you when you found out that Ross was no longer the manager and council was in? I think I was on the on the camp. Don't Jesus, come on. <laughs> I, I feel like we had another conversation about where were you when you found out some other news before, and you said you were on the fucking can. I spent a lot of time. Were you in wait? There. Were you is, were you taking a shit when Hester returned the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I was. The Super Bowl? I was. Jesus Christ! I was. It's Not like uh, where were you in the greatest American sports uh, moments? And Max is just on the can for all yeah. of them. It's like if you're playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and that that's automatically one of the four guesses. This guy spends more time sitting down than a paraplegic. That's crazy. Um, You're always shitting. We were texting about this, obviously. Like, how big, if you could quantify or just put into words how big this pickup is for them, what, how would you describe it? I would, I'm trying, that's, I was trying to think of uh, an equivalent to a player move, but in different sports, I think it would be like the Bears getting a, uh, this is a bad example because like they suck right now. I think it's like the Bears getting back in the day like a Julius Peppers type of type of move. It has, yeah. It'll have that much of an impact, so to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a fair comparison or not, but that's that was what lot, I was. Feels a lot it like to. when they brought Joe Madden over. Um, oh, a hundred percent. I think it's very comparable to that. The thing is, I think Council is going to be an even better manager than him. They're they're different. They have different styles, and I think they bring different things to the table. But <laughs> I thought you were going to keep talking. No, I was going to let you chime in. Your mouth open. I wasn't sure if you were going to finish your statement. <laughs> Sorry, I was just breathing. No, that's that's okay. you got to do that too. <laughs> With Milwaukee since 2018, the Brewers haven't had a payroll above. I think. 16th or 18th in the league and if it was even if it was 16th or 18th it was only once they've been in the lower third in terms of payroll each year and they have i believe the sixth best record over that time frame uh they have the fourth best era the third best starting pitcher era yeah and that helps that he has burns woodruff and peralta he won't have that luxury here but uh he hasn't had a ton of big name arms outside of Hader and Devin Williams and the bullpen, I believe was eighth in that time frame. So yeah, that's the big thing is that yeah, he's, I mean, he's known as one, uh, 
I think Jed was saying he's one of the few people who could be a, a manager and then also work in the front office. He's just that smart. Notre Dame guy. Yeah. Counting major. So, I mean, he's definitely, definitely bright. an analytical guy. I, I think my favorite part about this is just how and I've learned he's not a and fan of salty him. Milwaukee fans are. It's the best. <laughs> Can you blame them? I mean, they, you kind of just like ripped the battery right out of the, the center of their organization and then plugged it into the to the Cubs. Yes and no. I think it would be – I think it's – my thinking is that it's not as bad as – Brewers fans are leading it on to be because he was a free agent. They didn't re-sign him. They could have re-signed him. Right. And yeah, maybe he didn't want to get re-signed there or didn't want to stay there, whatever the case may be. They didn't re-sign him. He was a free agent. Yeah, it sucks yeah. that he's going to your rival, but at the same time, I mean, it's he was a free agent. He wasn't under contract. Right. This would I be love, like... I mean. Would you think would be like? Do you think they'd be more pissed if he was under contract and then he left to go to, I don't know, like the Reds or something like that, or if he was a free agent and then left to go to the Cubs? It, it probably hurts more when he goes to the Cubs, just because there there is a rivalry brewing there over the past mm-hmm. decade, I'd say. Um, and he kind of made it clear that it almost seemed like this was like the one opportunity that he would leave for. So it's almost just like there's pretty much nothing they could do. Like they just kind of were like, yeah. Like he's like, yeah, I had some good times here. I built my resume. But in the end, don't really give a fuck about you guys. Like I want to coach the, the Cubs. It's always been my dream. Did I see something that he was saying the Cubs were somewhat of a dream job for him? Yeah. Or sources yeah. were saying this was a dream job for him. So this is a, that's equivalent to him just, you know. Being married to the Brewers, but just dreaming of getting stuffed by the Cubs. <laughs> yes. That's a healthy equivalent. That's exactly how it sounded to me. Do you feel I'm trying to calculate? So let's see here. Divided by six. Doing some quick Uh-oh. math here. Max On math. average, you take away you take away his first two seasons. Um because they weren't pretty and I don't even know what the <laughs> They were the rebuilding stat. in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. Yeah, 15, 15 and 16, I'd say. They were – their average win percentage was like 450. Um, and then the COVID year, they went like 29 and 31. I don't count that. Asterisk season. Made the playoffs, they made the playoffs in 2020. So if you don't include those three seasons, he has averaged 19 games over 500 in his coaching career. <laughs> Crazy. With that payroll that you were talking about. 19 games over get you at like 90 and a half wins, which this year the Rangers and who is so the Rangers and the Astros who were in the LCS and the Phillies who were in the LCS like 92 and 70, all had right? 90 and set we're all 90 and 72. So that's yep, right where you need to be. Sweet spot, yeah. You could uh, point to him not having postseason success. That's what that's the big uh, the big thing I see Brewers fans being all salty about but i think all the baseball i'll buy it junkies who are like up to date on all things cubs and get into the weeds kind of like we do understand the magnitude of this move but even for the casual fan you see the cubs go out and make an improvement at a position where they you could say they didn't even really need to like david ross was 
pretty solid. Like you, you know, there were issues that uh, were noticeable with him, but he wasn't a bad manager by any stretch. I wouldn't say. So for the for the fact that they went out and got basically an upgrade there, at arguably the with arguably the best coach in the game, like that's making a statement for where they're headed over the next two to three years. Like that just escalates the whole rebuild and winning process. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think you're going to make this type of move and then not try to spend as much as possible strategically, of course, but you're not going to try to go get a Shohei Bellinger, a list type of free agent um, mm-hmm. to pair with your manager here. As, Mike, as he in said, short, in short, their window is open. Why? It, it is time to be a cub. Yep. I, I don't know what that what he was referencing there, but I love it. I but might get time. that as a tattoo. <laughs> it is time to be a cub. Just pop the top and just walk around regularly. <laughs> it is time to be a cub, baby. I don't know. Just seeing him in the dugout, it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel like a, you're like a top tier team in the league. Like there's certain certain coaches, certain players you see around the league, and you're like, "Fuck, these guys are legit." And that's how. Who it's do you think feel. was on the Cubs? Was the saddest to see David Roscoe. Mm. Good question. Very good question. Thank you. Well, you got to think like who spent the most time with him, I guess. Who do you think earned more money in their playing career? David I'm Ross sure, or Craig I'm sure Council? Hendricks was sad to see him go. I mean, Hendricks played with the guy. You know what's ironic about that? Watching Craig's, Craig, Craig Council's press conference, I, he sounds exactly like Kyle Hendricks. Yeah. I was I was just thinking that too. A lot oh, of men are going to get along very yeah. well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe none of them are sad to see him go. I was going to say Ian Happ because he's probably no longer going to bat third. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree with that. Uh, I was looking at their – I was trying to find how much David Ross made in his career as a manager, but I only found how much he's made so far uh, – as a player, who do you think has made more in their career as a player, Council or David Ross? And how much do you think it is? Ooh, that's tough. It's very close. I'm going to say Council. It's David Ross by a million more. Wow. 23 million to 22. But that leads me to so in his career, Craig Council, 22 million. Uh, I think it's from like 97 to 2011. I was going to say, 15, as a coach, he already just years? doubled up on that basically. Yeah. Five-year contract, 40 sheets. Yeah, you could say inflation. Thanks, Biden, but that's a <laughs> nice chunk of change. Mm-hmm. I st- mm-hmm. Yeah, Ty, if you could find David Ross's contract as a manager, that would be fantastic because I can't. Before we move However, on, what do you think What do you think is next for, uh, for Rossi? I think he said he doesn't want to do anything but be a manager. I, th- I believe I was reading that. The Yankees offered him or were talking to him about being their bench coach, but he didn't want to do that. He doesn't want to be a bench coach, so I think he's either going to manage this year or take a year off. I it kind of stuck for him that it was first week in November when, you know, if there was teams that were looking to hire a manager, they they might have already secured that spot. And he's not an A-plus manager like correct counsel. I mean, obviously he got, he got replaced. So if you're an A plus manager, you're not getting replaced like that. But yeah, I don't know. Averaged 2.5 mil per year with a 500,000 signing bonus. 
as a manager. Yeah. It's not bad. So they're going from two and a half million a year to eight million a year. That's like a what type of player makes eight million dollars a year? That's like a good second. That's like a like a seven hitter. Your seven hitter makes eight million a year. I was gonna say it's like a utility player. Yeah. Also, what's crazy is Craig Council's batting stance. We should do uh, craziest batting stances in honor of Craig Council next episode. Can you mark that down or remind us, Ty, <laughs> to do that? Yes, that's a good one. We can't use Craig Council. It's just the immemorial Craig Council honorary batting stance draft. I don't think – I mean, I could rip I like it off right now. I don't think Ty could. Who the fuck do you think you are, dude? You want to rip it off well, right now? No, nah, I need some time. Julio Franco <laughs> is an easy one that comes to mind. Jeff Bagwell. Yeah. Gary Sheffield. Do you remember Chris Steins on the Cubs? I'm assuming yeah. you probably don't. Do you do? Mm-hmm. Before the pitcher Cerrone, he had his like his belt and his like his whole front front of his torso facing the pitcher. And then Chuck it was so open. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Chuck Knobloch had the yips thrown from second. This had nothing to do with our conversation, but that's that's my interpretation of Chuck Knobloch. Uh, last thing on the Cubs, what besides Hendricks, like overall, what do you think the perception is from Cubs players on this move? If you were to guess, I think the newer guys have to love it. You know, like I think like a, like a guy like Dansby or even Bellinger, if you're trying to retain him, um, those guys. Do you have think to this helps the Cubs in free agency? Are free yeah. agents going to be more attracted to, to the Cubs with Council instead of David Ross? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. I Interesting. Do. You think Shohei cares about that? I think he cares more about him and Saya grabbing dinner at Nobu. Yeah, that was fake. You know that? <laughs> They'll do that, though. You don't think they will? <laughs> You're just saying it's true now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did. That, so, that was the first thing I said when I saw it. I was like, "This has to be fake." Yeah, no shit. The guy literally tweeted, threaded its tweet, and said, "This is for a class." Which I don't know what class does that. He was just <laughs> probably some college kid trying to be a, just get some clicks. Um, but yeah, he said this was this was for a. Kind of sounds like fake. you. And I don't, I don't create fake news. I just create fake highlights, <laughs> fake narratives. <laughs> uh, all right, bears, bears. Uh, Thursday night game, that sucked. I don't really have much to talk about that one. The defense looks all good. Really, all I really care about is that they got the win and that they increased their chances of Carolina getting sending them the first overall pick. Yeah, that's that's probably the bigger story is that the Panthers lost instead of the Bears winning. Like they um, could have won that game 2-0 to zero and I would have been happy. 1-0. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Today's November 15th. Do you think there's any chance that Eberflus actually is the head coach going into next season? No. What do you? What would you say is the best course of action for the Bears to take going into next season? Do you think it's dr- get think a new the, head think- coach and draft a quarterback, or is it just run it back with e- Fields and Eberflus? Like the defense is getting used to Eberflus. They're playing better. They're getting healthier, getting more guys. They have Montez Sweat now. I don't know if we've recorded since he's been acquired. Yeah, I mean, sure. We can finish out this season with Eberflus and see how it goes, but in my opinion, I think, <laughs> I think they, should just, they should fire him tomorrow. They should have fired him three weeks ago. 
Really? You I think that they should, that there's zero percent chance that he actually should be the coach going into next? I season? just don't think he's a head coach. Just the way I listen to the guy talk, like the 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 way I've seen this team play over during his tenure, he he's not it. Ty, did we do a fuck Mary kill with Matt Eberflus, John Fox, and Mark Trussman already? We did, right? I would yeah. rather I would rather have Matt Nagy than Matt Eberflus. No, come on. Yeah. I would. You'd rather have Nagy than Eberflus? I thought I think guys in the locker room hated Nagy. They were they made the playoffs is that, with Nagy. Is that a narrative Twice. that I'm just creating in my own brain? I think so. Probably. Just like the same narrative as the guys in the locker room love playing for Eberflus. I'm Eberflus somehow. Eberflus were cereal, he would be brand flakes. <laughs> yeah, and that's the guy you want coaching your team. What type of cereal do you want coaching your team? Probably cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, a delicious yet, yet like, you know, <laughs> not, not a like children's a, cereal. It's a good middle ground. It's basically, it's John McVeigh. John McVeigh. You're telling me toast cinnamon toast crunch isn't a children's cereal? I mean, I don't think it's crazy if an adult eats cinnamon. I think toast it's a crunch. household staple. Yeah. It has respect at all ages, yeah. but it's got some flair. Mm. Okay. I mean, I don't. I'm not disagreeing. I would rather have cinnamon toast crunch than bran flakes, but <laughs> I don't know. Cinnamon toast crunch hosts the Lombardi Trophy. Matt Eberflus is more like corn puffs. Kyle strikes me as an oatmeal guy, and that's that's not a compliment. No, Max is, Max is an oatmeal guy. His farts are disgusting. <laughs> well, that has nothing to do with my oatmeal consumption. <laughs> just just your shitty diet overall in general. We had a couch in college and if you sat on it, it was like a puff of fart smoke came out because Max would just bury his ass in that couch. And then I inherited said couch and slept on it for a year. It's not my <laughs> fault that you buried your face in it. <laughs> it's not my fault you buried your face in my ass. <laughs> college. It was college, man. Things, things. Happen. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what their offense looks like with Fields back this week. I know we talked a lot about last episode about having <laughs> how I would rather have the two and three than the number one. Uh, I think you need to at least if you're going to get a new quarterback, you got to line them up with the coach. You got to have them on the same timeline. So if yeah. you're not going to get a new quarterback, stick with Fields and Eberflus. But if you're going to get a new quarterback, get a new head coach, line up the timelines there, get the head coach's guy in there, give him a couple years to work together, do it that way. I, I, Whichever I way what, you want to go, that's the way it's got to go. I think what might happen is if they have a top pick, uh, especially the one overall, like I could see Poles falling in love with one of these, one of these college quarterbacks and maybe trading Fields and drafting one. Like you get – an entire offseason to think about it, and I think I think that's what would happen. Do you, th- you know who I like? And I don't know if he's definitely not a, the first overall pick, but he was probably a first round pick. I like Michael Penix. I knew you were going to say that. Why? Because he he's going to win the Heisman. Do you think Penix is going to win the Heisman? Yeah. Is he a favorite? I don't. He? Honestly, I don't know. I, he's he has to have the top odds right now. I don't know. I can never tell if a lefty's good, though, because it just looks so weird to see a lefty play quarterback. To be honest, that's probably what the Bears need. The Is Bears need good? a lefty to play quarterback. I don't really know. Yeah. Dude, a lefty quarterback adds so much flair to a team and just makes the vibe so high that you have to play better. It's a rule. I'm trying to think. Who are Look at the Dolphins. Can you, 
So Mark like Brunel. Bo Nix has Steve the best odds Young, right now. Uh, like I, Tua. Uh, how many lefty quarterbacks? Mike Vick, how many lefty quarterbacks can you name? That was like four. I think the the Chiefs are, had a backup. Tyler Barstow or shit like that. Bart Starr, I don't know. I wasn't alive. I think Bart Starr is not a lefty. I'm looking at one Google image and it looks like the ball is throwing in his right hand. Mark Brunel. Set him. Give me, come on, lefty quarterbacks. Let's see. Boomer Sizen. Oh, Matt Leiner. Tim Tebow. Yeah, like it's there. Kellen Moore. Uh, Jared Lorenz in RIP. Remember Pat White from. Do you remember uh, Pat White from West Virginia? Yes. Do you think if he was he got like if he was playing ten years later he would be like the best player ever? I think Probably he was be just pretty before good. his time. <laughs> He's just in Probably a bad era. Pretty good in like on the Chip Kelly Eagles. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want the. I'm telling you, I go back to my theory from last week. I don't want the Bears to draft a quarterback number one. I want two and three. I want Marvin Harrison Jr. and I don't know. I just want points. What if, what if what if you just get a quarterback and Marvin Harrison Jr. and a new coach? I never even thought of that. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good. That sounds real good. What does Fields have to do in these next seven games? Give me a rough stat line of of what he has to do to prove that he is uh, that he could be the quarterback moving forward. Uh, I think he's got to not turn the ball over. Okay. Um, so give me a stat it's, line. It's more about the eye test than the stat line to me because seventeen it, touchdowns, five interceptions. I still think averaging like two hundred forty yards passing a game. I still roughly think his around biggest there. issue is getting through his progressions fast enough and getting the ball out. Yeah, I agree. So if he can do that, then I might be more convinced. We can talk about this more in our gambling picks, but I think the over for Bears uh, Lions is a lock. The Lions put up points. The Bears defense is okay. And Lions just as I was saying, they're getting like used. Just as I was saying, the Chargers that, coming off a bye. <laughs> I know. Just as I was saying, they're getting used to Eberflus's, uh defensive system. I'm saying <laughs> their defense sucks. So maybe you're right. Maybe we should trade or uh, fire Eberflus. But we. Yeah, I'm excited I can't to have believe that back, you're even arguing any other. Quarterback. I'm not arguing to keep him. I'm just saying, if you are going to keep him, don't get a new quarterback. Yeah, because then they're going to be on fucked up timelines, and it just okay. I don't think I Fields is that bad. The fact that you have to say he's not that bad actually means he is that. No, bad. he's not that bad. He's not that bad. He, but what if someone in this draft class turns into C.J. Stroud? Would you rather have Fields or C.J. Stroud? I would rather have Fields start playing like C.J. Stroud and that we don't have to draft a quarterback. That should be the quickest answer of the night. C.J. Stroud. I just gave you the quickest answer. I said I would want Fields to start playing like C.J. Stroud so then we don't have to draft a quarterback and we can get Marvin Harrison or trade back a little bit and get Marvin Harrison and then a bevy of picks and then win a Super Bowl and then it's just fun. No lefties, though. (laughs) And then it's just fun. I'm looking um, at the total. We might we might just slide right into gambling picture. I'm looking at the total in the Bears Lions game, forty seven and a half. Saw so, um, your Steelers total is thirty two and a half. 
come on. Who are they playing? Oh, yeah. the Bra- well, the, the Browns, Browns, dude. It, it's going to be a 10 to 9 game. Robbins. <laughs> that is going to be ugly. All right. Should we do you, our picks you, right now? Yeah, you segued. That was a perfect segue. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Ty, your record, 9, 12, and 1. Max, <laughs> you are 16 and 8. Kai, you are 11 and 13. Do me a favor. Don't say my record out loud, please. 9, 12, and 1. All right. Let's go. Chargers minus three versus the Packers. That seems like the easiest bet in the entire world. Maybe that's just uh, me. See, I thought that I thought that too. But why? That's a fishy yeah, line. But why? Think? But I I think it's I so fishy that it, it's just obvious. It's, it's fish fry at the VFW. <laughs> so my bet. That's what I thought. Like. That's God, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm going commanders minus nine and a half over the Giants at home. Wow. I don't trust Tommy DeVito. No one does. Can't trust the guy that lives with can't trust the guy that lives with his parents, right? <laughs> what are you seeing for the Cowboys spread? Uh ten and a half. Am I uh, screaming right now? I feel like I'm talking loud. <laughs> why why are you screaming, bro? You always do. Yeah. You're passionate. Sorry. Ten and a half, you say, huh? Ten and a half for the Cowboys. That one, I was I I fucking that one, but I don't like uh, that half point, but I'm gonna take it. I'll go Cowboys minus ten and a half. They look so good right now, so good. There. Oh wait, hold on. I wanted to read a, that stat, uh, Cowboys stat to you, because I figured someone was gonna take this. Their wins this year are not impressive, though. They've beat the Giants twice, the Jets, the Patriots. And the Chargers without Austin Eckler, and then the Rams okay. with a hurt. So it's and they've gotten their asses kicked by some teams. Yeah, I know. Then they got they played the Eagles well. They got smoked by the. I just think Niners. they looked. It looked like a different team after the bye. Yeah, I, I'm not saying this wasn't me saying it's a bad pick. I just don't know what to make. No, of the it's a fair point. We have to. We have to. We have make to give the points people on this podcast all the information. Yeah, fair points are what we do. All right, Ty, you're underdog. Um, I mean, this seems too obvious. Just look at my fucking hat, dude. Steelers plus one and a half against the Browns. It's going to be a yeah, Thanks 12. for explaining to me what was on that hat because I genuinely couldn't tell. I, it looks like a, a guy surfing on a like a cracker. It's a guy kicking a football on a steel beam, dude. Get it right. But, yeah, I guess, I mean, it's going to be a 12-9 to nine game, Steelers. Yeah, I mean, the under in that one, I, yeah, that's a great under to have. Uh, my underdog, I'm going to go with Rams plus one hosting the Seahawks. I feel that one doesn't make any sense. That's a trap, and I'm not yeah. diving in. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. setting the trap. I like that a lot. That's a great bet. It makes absolutely no sense. They're banking what, on Stafford playing there. What would, what would you if you didn't know the line? What would you say the line for that game would be? Seahawks at Seattle Rams minus four and a half. Yeah, I would have had. I would have said around three. So we're sharps. Or actually, we're dulls because we were wrong. <laughs> if Stafford so plays though, win. watch out. Um, Let's hope. <laughs> all right, my underdog. I'm going Philly plus two and a half in KC. They're only plus the two and a half. I think the Eagles are going to win. Wow! Well, last 
They opened at four and a half last week. Oh, did they? Yeah. I wish I could get them at three, but I'd still think they're going to win. If you were to bet that, I would. I definitely would buy the hook. I would. I would never bet a line at two and a half. That does you no good. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Always buy, buy that cheese. Uh, Tire over. Um, I'm going to go with Niners Bucks over forty one and a half. If the Niners play like they did last week, <laughs> watch out. And it's going to be thirty seven to three. Watch <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers Packers over 44. How did Jordan Love look last week? Awful um, as usual. Yeah, not great, but not terrible. I think I don't think he had a terrible stat line from what I recall. Uh, I also I mean, I watched a little bit. I'm just going to pick the highest total there. on the board and say over. Uh, Texans Cardinals 48 and a half that it's so high that I'm just going to go over. Oh, interesting. 48 and a half for that game? That's, that's so high. That's kind of, So you're going over? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's great logic. Okay. Like, it doesn't make sense that it's that high, so it'll go over. I actually I see. see it at, I'll give you 48 and a half. I see it at 49. Really? Which, it, like, just goes to more of, to your point. Right. Ty, your dog, or your under, pardon me. I'm fading Max on that bet and just going Texans Cardinals under 48 and a half. You got to catch me somehow. Yeah. Texans I mean, Cardinals over is such a lock now. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's Max betting that in real life. I mean, I, I'm putting this in as soon as we hang up. <laughs> I can't even, I couldn't be more certain that this is going to hit. I'll fucking, oh I'll, I'll side bet you. <laughs> I don't want to bet against you. Just bet the under. And then <laughs> we're betting against each other. <laughs> All right. What do you I want to side bet? I want to take money from you, though, specifically. All right. Side. What do you want to bet? Ten grand. Nah, that's All right. <laughs> that's an insane number. <laughs> That'd be so stupid. I'm we'll figure like... it out, dude. All right. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna go. So can we can we take the Steelers Browns under thirty three? Of course. I'm going to take Steelers Browns under 33. Okay. That's a good bet. I'm going to go with. I sure saw Ty was taking that. That's why I didn't. I'm going to go Bills Jets. Bills Jets under 39.5. I think that one gets. That one's going to be 20 to 17. And you're going to get screwed by that. So you think it's a tight one, huh? Yeah. What is it? If it was 20 to 17, I would win. (laughs) Or 23 20. No, what was twenty three seventeen? What's what does it get to forty? That would screw me. Yes, twenty three seventeen. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. Are the bills for twenty three seventeen? Seems like it. That over not hitting on Monday night is a tragedy. On the right now. What'd you say? I said they are the bills are front seat on the struggle bus right now. Have you noticed the trend with primetime unders? They hit. They're hitting. I'm trying to find it real quick. They're hitting at an astronomical rate. Yeah. So NFL games played in the primetime window, night games, international games, etc. This season are 30 and seven. So the international really? games are five and zero oh to the under. And I, I don't think there's any more international games. So even if you take those out, 
night game unders are 25 and 7 this year. What's funny is I was going to say I like the over in the Eagles Chiefs game. That'll probably definitely be under now. Uh, I don't know. 45. It's. I wonder what the, the total was in the Super Bowl last year. I know the over hit by a million. Was it like 30, right 35 was the final? Um, all right, Ty, do you got a sporacle? No, I thought we were no, doing we're sauces. Doing the, we're doing the sauces. Oh, sauces. Jesus Christ. So Kyle and right. I had a, a yeah, great conversation over the weekend. Um, one thing led to another on late on a Saturday night, and we started comparing NFL franchises to different kinds of sauces. And it was just an electrifying conversation. So much so that we were even next day <laughs> sober in our perfectly right minds. Um, so it was a very uh, healthy co- conversation. Do we want to kind of just throw names out there. I, you want to throw sauces or team names and see where Ty? I want. I almost want to see where Ty goes with these. Yeah, Ty. I that, I have one sauce in mind for your Steelers. Tell me what you're thinking. So this is what. This is comparing a team to a sauce or players to a sauce? Yeah, a team. A team. team. Like you can think about it like I in got team you, I history. Got you. you can think about it in current, like what their offense and defense is like. So, for example, I said the Cowboys are ketchup because ketchup is America's sauce and the Cowboys are America's team. And I would say the Steelers are mu- mustard because they're yellow. They play at Heinz Field. And they're an all-time great franchise. I actually I like that. Um, I was gonna say like a barbecue sauce because they're just like they're the average kind of sauce. A barbecue is an average kind of sauce, and the Steelers have been average for years. Just it's middle, hard not a to middle make of the, the road sauce. You think That's barbecue is average? Depending on the barbecue, if if we're talking like Sweet Baby Ray's, I think barbecue could be like a like a top sauce. Which makes me want to say the Chiefs are barbecue. Kansas City, barbecue, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce. But see, now you're, you're taking it too literally there. It's just kind of like the overall perception of the sauce. Not your, like, yeah, you could say Steelers, mustard, uh, so what are you going to catch up with the red? I'm saying my, what my are you original. Say the Chiefs are then? Ranch. That's where the ranch is a wagon. <laughs> no, no, no. The Chiefs are Chick fil A sauce. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, yeah. that's okay. Chiefs goal. are Chick Fil A sauce. Where would you say the Bills are? What sauce are the Bills? The Bills are. I know exactly I want, what you, the Bills you, are. You, you want to call them Buffalo, but they're not. They don't. They don't deserve that the credit. The Bills are a Wendy's Ranch. It's good enough to get by, but it's definitely not Wendy's the best Ranch. We're going. We're going brand type I, of ranch. You have now? to get specific. There's only <laughs> so many sauces, brother. <laughs> Um, okay, I mean it's your your draft. Right. Instead of giving you a team, I'm gonna give you a sauce now or whatever. This, okay. this counts as a sauce. Who would you say is guacamole? Ooh, the Eagles. No, I feel the Eagles are. My vote for the Eagles that. was Jardinaire. Guacamole is the Minnesota Vikings because outside of Chicago, I feel like Minnesota is just a team that everyone can kind of get behind. You know, the Midwest nice thing. I don't, I don't hate that logic. I almost feel like the Niners are guacamole. (laughs) Yeah. But now, now I was thinking that too, but is it just because like California, like guac that goes hand in hand somehow? Probably. (laughs) Somehow. 
but the Niners yeah. are so good. And so is guacamole. <laughs> I think I want to go back to the Bills. I think the Bills are sweet and sour, like a sweet and sour sauce. Okay. Like like they're good. And then Especially Josh Allen, Josh Allen quarterback. Fumble, fumbles the handoff or throws a couple interceptions or they have 12 men on the field for defense and then sour. Nice. Who's hummus? Just a <laughs> just a bland team that's like always there in the fridge. The commanders are hummus, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the like commanders. a reliable team, like they can get you a win. I don't know if the Commanders are the hummus. Browns. No, I hate hummus. So for me, it's like How about the what's Jaguars. The, the Jags are like six team. and three. No, the Jags are like like spicy mustard. No, not spicy mustard. They're like spicy. But no, the Jags are spicy hummus. <laughs> Just a red. Right, pepper. What That's what the Jags what? are. They're red yeah, pepper like chili hummus. The supremely spicy hummus. The yeah. uh, what are the, what are the Ravens? Mm. Huh. Ooh, that's a good one. I think the Ravens are Buffalo sauce, to be honest. Yeah, a sauce that They're just hot. Like, punches o- you in the mouth. Reliable. I think the yeah. Dolphins are hot sauce because they just got punches you in the mouth, and you're just like, "Damn, that was good." I I was gonna say the Dolphins are blue cheese. What? I know that's not a sauce, but hear me out. Like to me, blue cheese is good in small doses. <laughs> like good cheese could beat up on bad teams. Like it could be, it's there when you you don't really need it, but when you really want want it, it's just so like too much of it's bad, and too much of the dolphins are just it's just too bad. much of it like, is bad against mold. good teams. Yeah, I don't know if that if that even makes the logic makes sense, but that was the first thing no. I thought of. All right, what are the bears? I know we talked about my who fucking mayonnaise diarrhea. Is. Hate to say it, but the Bears might be fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> no, no, the Patriots are mayonnaise. No, the Patriots are better than mayonnaise. Why? Mayonnaise isn't bad. It's not good. <laughs> you're saying I love mayonnaise. So you're putting. I think the putting, Patriots. I think the Patriots are butter. Ty literally looks like a tub of mayonnaise. <laughs> He's not wrong, dude. Built by mayonnaise. I used to eat the mayonnaise Patriots, sandwiches. Patriots are butter. The Bears are mayonnaise. Why? But no, butter's good. But, exactly. But the, the Patriots, Patriots suck. They have six rings in the past twenty years. Butter. Butter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I digress right. on butter, dude. We'll say butter is the Patriots. Like I could spend that. Like yeah, it was good younger in life. The Patriots were good when we were younger. But as you're older, yeah, you kind of have to kid, off the butter. <laughs> yeah, when, and that's when the Patriots were good. Now it's older. Patriots suck. We have to wean off the butter. That's a good analogy. <laughs> Patriots are butter. You're welcome. I just got you there. All right. Your reason we, sucked. My reason was gold. Should we round out with the honest days or what? I honestly forgot about that. Hold on. I got a couple more sauces I want to get into. <laughs> right. Let's let's finish with the sauces. What about a Southwest Ranch? You brought this up, and I think it was a good comparison. The Chargers. Ty? Um, I'm going to go Texans. It's the, it's the sauce you kind of often a- forget about, and the Texans are kind of <laughs> just like the team that you forget is even in the league sometimes. Yeah, but then you get a nice little taste of it. Yeah, and you're, you're like, like, this wow. shit rocks, dude. This shit's awesome. This is, a, this is fun. This is fun. This is good Football shit. could be fun. Who's, who's Tabasco? Well, that's my oh. Dolphins. The hot sauce. The just Bengals. hot sauce in general. The Bengals might be Tabasco. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta rescind the blue cheese for the Dolphins. That's not a fair analogy because I mean, I I made sense in my head, but as I said it out loud, I don't love it. That sounds stupid. No, now. The Dolphins are like when you eat like firecracker shrimp or something. What's that? <laughs> the Dolphins are the firecracker burger from Coachman's. Yes. <laughs> it's good in the first half against shitty teams, and then when you need it. To- not going to lie. But when they face a good team, they suck, and that's where the diarrhea hits. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the diarrhea hits. I think the Packers are horseradish. It's we terrible. A, uh, no, they're, they're cheese sauce, dude. It's, that one's too obvious. All right, what are the Rams? <sighs> that's a good one. Um, uh, they're like a pretty team. It's like they're like a uh, – what's the – Fuck, what is the one of the Chick-fil-A sauces that's like, I'm going to say neon, but. Polynesian sauce? Yes, thank you, Ty. They're the Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A. No, that shit's the best. The Rams aren't the best. The Rams are like a taco sauce. They're, yeah, but they're one-dimensional. They're pretty. You know who actually has really good sauce is Taco Bell. Their hot sauce All is right. phenomenal. Last one, and we'll end on this. Who's marinara sauce? Oh, um, <laughs> fuck! This is high price. The Giants you gotta be a good team to be marinara sauce. Just a bunch no, it's fun. I'm gonna say the Eagles no. are marinara sauce. That's who I'm gonna give, and that even okay. makes that's Nick Sirianni, Italian. I'm fine with it. Mar- marinara, maybe, maybe. Best one yet. 